Good morning, everyone. Hope you guys had a happy new year, 2018. It's going to be a powerful year. Um, I know at least, and I'm praying for for us and our family, um, and I hope for you and everyone that's listening. Um, I have a lot that I'm going to try to cover um, today in a short period of time. This is probably going to go into two or three sessions since I only have a little bit of time for each session. But um, if you guys want to open your Bibles, um, we're going to cover something different than what we've been covering. Um, we're going to shift from what we were talking about in faith to um, following Jesus, um, believing in Jesus, and really what the difference is just in believing and following the person of Jesus. Um, this is something that I've had a lot of revelation with over the last two or three years, so something that's dear to my heart, something that's very important to me, um, but something I think a lot of people can gain um, ground in when it comes to hearing from Jesus, um, seeing revelation from Him, um, praying to Him, um, spending time with Him, all of these um, realms sort of open up um, through the person of Jesus. So we're going to start off, if you want to open your Bibles, um, just so you guys know, I'm reading the New Living Translation. Um, I know some people just bounce off of all sorts of different translations, which I think is really good. Um, for me, I just haven't really felt the need to do that because I love the New Living Translation so much. Um, I know the King James Version is great. Um, New King James, they're a little more accurate. Um, this is just really easy for me to read for today. You know, we are 2,000 years from from when the Bible was written, so it's just easier for me to read in today. So uh, that's what I'm reading from, um, the New Living Translation. Um, so we're going to start um, in, in, in cha John chapter 6, but I'm going to hit some notes a little bit towards the end of John 5. Um, and go, I'm not going to go full into the complete chapter of John 6, but just some highlight notes. But the, the gist of what this, this, what, what's on my heart and what I feel the need to say is, um, what does following Jesus really mean? The person of Jesus and the bread of life. Um, there's some key things I want you to hear when I read this, and it's how many times Jesus speaks to the people um, with the word bread, um, living bread. Um, he speaks of the Father a lot, what comes from the Father, um, but specifically um, the living bread. Um, it, it, it's emphasized many, many times. And if you really want to set your ears to that, you'll catch it. Um, eternal life is another couple of words he uses a lot in in this chapter so I'm just going to start off and tell you we're going to go all the way into chapter 6 verse 22 but before that uh, I just want to give you a logistic we don't have to read it all but basically um, Jesus feeds the 5,000 people and I'm sure you're all aware of what happened there which was a great great miracle um, they, they had thousands, more than 5,000 people because it was just the men that were 5,000. So there was women and children. There was more than 5,000 people. Um, Andrew spoke up, which was great that he spoke up because when he asked Philip, Philip said it would take a small fortune to feed them. Um, 
Andrew Simon's Peter's, uh, Simon Peter's brother spoke up and he said, there's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish, but what good is that? What good is that with this huge crowd? And then Jesus said, tell everyone to sit down. So he ordered everyone to sit down. He broke the bread. He prayed over the bread and the fish and he fed over 5,000 people with the leftovers. He, he gathered up. See, God is a, a God of abundance, more than enough. Whatever you ask him, he can do more than that. So just have expectation for God in that. So we're going to start off in chapter 6, verse 22. Um, and the people saw that miracle. Okay, So the next morning, they went across to find, they went across the lake to find Jesus because they knew that he had went across the lake from that miracle. So we're going to start there. Um, chapter 6, verse, 20, verse 22, and this is after the people are looking. The next morning, back across the lake, crowds began to gather on the shore waiting to see Jesus, for they knew he, had, he and his disciples had come over together, and the disciples had gone off in their boat, leaving him behind, Jesus behind. So they knew that Jesus was behind still on the mountain and the disciples had went on. Several boats from Tiberus landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. When the crowd saw that Jesus wasn't there, so they went to see if he was still at that same place, he wasn't there, nor his disciples, they got into their boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. When they arrived and found him, they asked, this is very important, Teacher, how did you get here? So if you're looking for Jesus and you want to know where he's going, there's nothing wrong with that question, but what's behind the motive? Why are you asking Jesus a question when Jesus is Jesus? There's many ways he could have got there. But what is, my question is, well, they could have asked that and just said, hey, you know, how did you get here? We're just curious. We want to know. But that's not what they were asking. And it tells you right here in verse 26. Jesus replied, the truth is, now listen how he, he responds to a lot of this stuff. He says, the truth is, I assure you a couple of times he says this. Why is he saying the truth is and I assure you? Because he is the truth. So when he assures you, he's speaking truth. He says, Jesus replied, the truth is, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you saw the miraculous sign. Well, let's go back. We'll go into chapter five. It says verse uh, 36. This is just a neat note that I want to go back. It says, but I have a greater witness than John. He's talking about John the Baptist. My teachings and my miracles, they have been assigned to me by the Father, and they testify that the Father has sent me. So we'll go back. Let's go to verse uh, 26 and reread it. The truth is, you want, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you saw the miraculous sign. But you shouldn't be so concerned about the perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal, there's that word, eternal life that I, the Son of Man, can give you. For God the Father has sent me for that very purpose. So what's the very purpose of Jesus and why he was sent? Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that I, the Son of Man, can give you. So he can give us eternal life. For God the Father has sent me for that very purpose. Let's read on, verse 28. Listen to the reply. They replied, what does God want us to do? Jesus, listen to what he says. Jesus tells them, this is what God wants you to do. Believe in the one he has sent. 
Now listen to their response after he says this. They ask him, he responds, listen to their selfish response. They replied, you must show us a miraculous sign if you want us to believe in you. What will you do for us? What are you looking for Jesus for? Let me ask you that. Are you looking for Jesus to satisfy your needs? Or are you looking for Jesus to be the bread of life who gives you eternal life? Let's, let's read on. After all, our ancestors ate manna while they journeyed through the wilderness. As the scripture says, Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said, I assure you, Moses didn't give you them. Moses didn't give them bread from heaven. My father did. And now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So he's talking a lot about bread here and a lot about eternal life. Then they say, sir, they said, give us that bread every day of our lives. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. No one who comes to me will ever be hungry again. Those who believe in me will never thirst. But you haven't believed in me even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do what I want. And this, the will of, and this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of all those he has given me, but that I should raise them to eternal life on that last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see his son and believe in him should have eternal life that I should raise them on that last day. Let's look at the word, see his son and believe in him. I just want to emphasize what, he's, what he says here. It says, for it is my father's will that all who see his son and believe in him should have eternal life that I should raise him on the last day. I just want to point out, guys, there's a lot of people right now that are believing in Jesus, and they think that they, if they just believe in him, that they'll go to heaven. And yes, there's truth to that. If you believe in Jesus, he has the mercy and grace to be the one that judges you. No one else can do that. You, you are responsible for your own walk with Jesus. You are responsible for your own faith in Jesus. You either believe in Jesus or you don't. I, I can't do anything about that. The Father is going to draw you to him anyway. But what I do want to point out here is he says... For it is my Father's will that all who see His Son and believe in Him. You have to see Jesus and believe in Him. And what does that mean to see Jesus? Well, he, he's telling the people here, when they ask Him, Teacher, how did you get here? They're wanting to know, how did He get across the lake? Well, it says that He walked on water. He actually walked on water. When He went up into the, the higher hills, He went up to be in the higher hills, and the, and the disciples went across the lake. He walked on water and got there. And they're asking, how did he get here? The whole purpose of what he's saying here is they were not looking for Jesus for the right reason. So I ask you, when you're following Jesus and, and you're believing in Jesus, are you seeing him? Because if they would have been really seeing Jesus at that moment and not just looking for him to feed their hunger in their, in their bellies, they were hungry and they saw that he did a miraculous sign. They were just looking for the miracles to satisfy themselves. And he tells them that. He says, the truth is, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you saw the miraculous sign. But you shouldn't be concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that I, the Son, the man, can give you. For God the Father has sent me for that very purpose. What are you looking for Jesus? What are you following Jesus for? 
and my my question is this: Would if they were truly following Jesus and looking and seeing Him and believing Him, wanting Him and not what He was going to give them, they would they would not have. In my opinion, there's a place that you can you can already know how Jesus got to the other side of the lake. Because when you're seeking the living bread of life, when you're truly following Jesus, the person of Jesus, eating with him and, and talking with him and praying with him and allowing him to speak to you and what's on his heart, that you're not looking for what his lack miraculous sign is. He crossed the lake the, ne- the next morning by walking on water. And I, and I assure you, if you are, if you are seeking Jesus, there are revelation in places where you already know how he got across the lake because he told you that morning or he told you the day before. He told you ahead of time, I'm going across the lake, which is why the disciples were on the lake because he told them, go ahead, because they were listening and seeing him. Then they said, well, he's not coming. I'm going to go ahead. And then it says, this is in chapter six. It says, suddenly he appeared to them walking on the water. It's that suddenly approach where he just suddenly they, they, suddenly he approaches them, which is just how Jesus always does a lot of things, just sudden. So I, I just encourage you, you know, there is a place where we can follow Jesus for what he did last, the last miracles. We can even, we can even get off the path of following Jesus and, and grow up into this beautiful tree, per se. And it seems like the soil's right. It seems like there's the right... Um, ingredients in in the in the dirt to grow into this big beautiful tree but you're actually not on the path anymore you're just staying in what you saw last in the miracle of Jesus you have to stay on the path of Jesus and follow him otherwise you're just going to grow into this big beautiful tree that is just going to be cut down by by everything else so we have to really look at what are we following Jesus for? Are we staying on the path? Because there's times where we can get off of the path and not fully follow, you're not fully following Jesus. So I just, I encourage you, um, look at the, the words and, and just bread in general. When you look at bread, you, ha- to, to, you can see bread and believe that it's bread, but until you actually eat the bread, break the bread, hear the bread, see the bread, taste the bread, do you really know that it's bread? It's the same with Jesus. Until you hear from him, touch him, see him, taste of him, sit down with him, you can believe him all you want, but that's not what he wants. He doesn't want you to get to heaven and say, I never knew you. He wants, he wants you to know the living bread that comes from heaven. So just be encouraged by that, guys. I love you and uh, bless you guys.